A happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. Trevor Hall here. Uh, within our last week of 2021, we've got a corporate update uh, that is overdue here. We're happy to welcome in from Tarachi Gold Corp, the CEO, Mr. Cameron Teamstra. Cameron, uh, we are just following up on the latest news out of Tarachi. Uh, Long-anticipated PEA uh, out of the Magistral Mill and Tailings Project there in the Durango state of Mexico. Uh, you and I have uh, spent a lot of time, a lot of you know episodes talking about kind of the work leading up to this PEA and the technical report. So let's kind of see, you know, give us the kind of the lay of the land here and what the report showed. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. Um, you know, glad to be back here and, uh, you know, glad to finally have the results of our PEA in hand. Uh, you know, we've talked about it quite a bit over the course of the past six months or so. Uh, we did have some delays of about three months, particularly in the lab with all the samples that we had drilled and the metallurgical test work that we were doing. Uh, we finally had all those results sort of back in October. Um, and with those in hand, Asenco Engineering was finally able to, you know, push the rest of the PEA forward and, uh, and get it done for us before the end of the year. So uh, we're incredibly happy with the results. Um, you know, we're looking at uh, not a big project. It's a small project and we always expected it to be a small one, but one that can certainly generate some pretty significant cash flow for Tarachi Gold. Um, you know, and producing gold with uh, some pretty considerable margins as well, with all in sustaining costs of just over $700 an ounce. So uh, overall, pretty, pretty pleased with the project and certainly looking forward to sort of pushing it through development in the new year. Yeah. Uh, projected average annual gold production is about 16,000 ounces, plus there's a copper concentrate. I do want to ask you about the, the copper and silver byproduct credit in this. You know, if you remove the copper and the silver, what does that all in sustaining costs look like? Uh, that probably adds like another another 150 bucks or so to the all sustaining costs. Um, you know, copper is going to be a byproduct revenue, not a significant contributor. Um, I think in, in the peak years of production, we're looking at around uh, a little over 17,000 ounces of gold per year. Uh, but on a gold equivalent basis, that would be about 18 and a half thousand ounces. So, um, you know, copper and silver may be adding sort of 10 to 15 percent in, in terms of total revenue. Um, so we would expect ASIC to be probably around 850, 900. Uh, if you if you excluded those okay uh, initial capital costs just over about 11 million dollars uh with a payback period of one year uh, but all this comes in like the, you know you look at these numbers and the irr uh you, the pre-tax irr is at 120 percent here cameron i mean that's a pretty outstanding number but talk about how this you know how these smaller more brownfields uh projects really can contribute to some of those outstanding returns yeah, the, the fact that Magistral that's really beneficial for us is, is there's an existing facility on site. Uh, it's never been processed, uh, actually used before or put into production. Uh, it's not quite complete, but it was built sort of in 2017, 2018, uh, custom built for the reprocessing of those tailings. So we have a lot of existing infrastructure on site that we can use. Uh, all the leaching system is there, the counter current decantation, uh, the feed system, the ball mill, the Merrill Crow circuit as well. Uh, we've also got great access to local infrastructure. We're just off of a paved highway. We've got a power line that goes right out to site. Uh, it's just not connected to our transformers right now. So we've got some inspectors coming sort of uh, this month and next month to verify the electrical upgrades that we made already to the facility so we can get connected to the grid in the new year. Uh, so there's really a lot going forward in terms of minimizing the actual capital spend that we need to do at Magistral. Um, there's an existing tailing storage facility that we'll be using, but we do have to make some upgrades to that. Uh, but really the bulk of the of the CapEx and sort of the what's really different from what we had expected maybe six months ago for this project is the addition of the uh, the SART circuit, which will actually be producing that uh, that copper silver concentrate. 
Um, we decided to put that in there after, you know, taking a good look at the metallurgical test work, consulting with a lot of experts on this. Um, you know, we figured that that was necessary to help us manage the presence of copper in the cyanide solution to ensure that the mineral system actually functions properly so we can effectively recover the gold, uh, but also on the side producing this copper concentrate that we can sell as a byproduct and also reducing uh, our cyanide consumption pretty considerably. The, uh, the R in SART stands for recycling, so we'll be recycling about 70 to 80 percent of the, the cyanide that we use. I, where, how does this fit into the overall business strategy uh, for Tarachi? You know, this, I mean, it is a smaller project. It, you know, life of mine is just about three and a half years for this. But you did mention in the news release that uh, you are looking to acquire other local tailings materials, obviously. So Magistral is going to be really a foundation potentially for revenue for the company for expansion and scale. You know, where are you going to find these other tailings uh, that could be reprocessed within the area? Where's that opportunity? And then can it, and then expand on where it fits into the overall strategy for a cash flowing business. Yeah, so so we, you know, acquired this asset with the intention of certainly, you know, trying to look around and expand the life of the mine and acquire additional materials that we can feed there. But we wanted to make sure that the economics as a standalone project were really attractive and this this PEA certainly demonstrates that. Um, but in terms of where we can locate additional material, uh, about two to three kilometers to the west of our site, um, there's some additional tailings material that was actually excavated from the same tailings base in the 90s as part of a heap leach operation. Um, some of those tons were just stockpiled and never actually leached, and so that material is basically identical to what we've already been testing and plan on running through the mill. Uh, so there's some potential to acquire that. And some of the material that was actually used as part of the heap leach um, you know, was barely leached at all. We've seen a bunch of sampling data from there. So there's certainly some extra tons uh, really close by that we think that we could bring over to the mill and potentially extend out that, uh, that life of mine. And there's some additional tailings material about 20 kilometers to the south. Uh, it's very high grade in gold, even higher grade than the stuff we're looking at at Magistral, uh, plus with a significant amount of silver on the side. Uh, we've taken a look at that and taken some samples, but the chemistry is a little different. Um, so we'd have to do quite a bit of work on that to determine if it's something that uh, we could effectively recover gold from with our Magistral facility or whether or not it would require a different process. Um, but that's something else we're looking at. Uh, and in the future, too, there's a lot of you know historical mines in this region that are owned by various families and individuals. Uh, where there's some small scale sort of more artisanal mining taking place. Um, certainly if we had uh, the ability to you know, efficiently process some of that ore for them, there could potentially be some toll milling opportunities in the future as well. Um, but just as it is right now and, and where it fits in with Tarachi Gold, you know, we, we see this as a significant cash flow generator for the company and cash flow that we intend to use to continue exploring on our concessions in Sonora or potentially acquiring other assets in Mexico and exploring on those. You, know, you can buy with uh, pre-tax annual cash flows of about 15 million U.S. dollars. You know, you can you can fund some pretty significant drill programs with that. There's a pretty positive economic improvement here through this. I mean, not only with Magistral, but you just you you mentioned all these other historic mines and, and tailings that you're kind of looking at here. Uh, talk to us about how putting those through the Magistral mill could actually improve the environment where these historic mines are, are located. Yeah, the, the tailings that we're going to be processing first, I mean, they're not contained in any sort of you know, engineered tailing storage facility. They were just sort of dumped on the land. Yeah. Uh, they're essentially right in the backyards of the local community. They contain copper, they contain mercury and other metals. Um, you know, when there's big stormwater events, there's nothing really preventing rainwater from, from flushing and 
eroding some of that material into the surface water resources locally. So, you know, we're going to be cleaning up this material and putting it into a tailing storage facility. So removing that mercury and those metals from, from the local environment and local community. Uh, so effectively rehabilitating the land as we go, which is pretty much the opposite of, you know, what you would see right. in most mining operations that have, uh, you know, as hard as we try, there's still typically a, a net negative impact on the environment. Have you been able to uh, garner a lot more community support on kind of that uh, direction with improving the environment? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this material is just sort of sitting there and taking up a lot of space in the right in the middle of the community. Um, you know, we plan on consulting with the community to kind of see what they want us to do with the land once we're done with it, whether they want us to put in some sporting facilities or a soccer field, for example, um, so it can actually be used by the community, whereas right now it's just sort of a, a waste site. So they're certainly happy about that. And, and it's in a region that, you know, regularly suffers from droughts. So anything we can do to improve the quality of the local water resources as well goes a long way for the community. I, I mean, a historic, these communities are historically mining communities, but have you been receiving any challenges or pushback from the communities on the project? Uh, not for the project specifically. I mean, there's typically, you know, we work with the Ajito Magistral, which is the local community organization um, centered right on top of our project. Um, it's a very small community, consists of about 100 people. Mm. Uh, but in Mexico, you know, in, in Mexico, the, the Ajito lands are communally owned by the people that live on them, the families that live there, mm -hmm. and they collectively, you know, vote on and decide how to use that land. So, for example, we have land lease agreements with them. Um, and we regularly consult with the elected representatives of that community. Um, but there's always, you know, local infighting for sort of within the community for for control of of the of the council, for example, and in, in deciding what to do with things. Um, so there's always a little bit of, of local tension amongst them, not necessarily, you know, uh, against the development of the project, since the community stands to reap significant financial and environmental benefits from the project, but uh, more just sort of among themselves for uh, who gets to control and have say over, you know, how those benefits get distributed. Okay. Uh, you did mention opportunities with uh, dry stack tailings within Magistral. Uh, you know, is that something that most likely might happen, or is it just kind of a thought right now? Uh, it's something that we're going to be doing a trade-off study for in the new year. Okay. Um, not only does that allow us to recycle a significant amount of water in an area that is, you know, typically water stressed in certain years, um, but it will also allow us to fit a greater tonnage in the same surface area in terms of our own tailings disposal. Um, right now, the tailing storage facility, once we max that out, you know, sort of max out at roughly the volume of the tailings that we have access to now. But if we want to process additional materials in the future, um, you know, we might be limited to how much additional tonnage we can actually fit within that footprint um, without having to, you know, build a, an additional tailing storage facility. So um, switching to dry stack tailings will give us greater optionality in terms of pursuing additional tonnage and additional materials to process through the meal through the mill um, while still being able to dispose of them within the, within the same area All right. uh, you know what's the net you know, obviously the PEA is out uh, that's a big piece of the puzzle here for Tarachi uh, you know what's next for magistral and then also the other the other projects you got going yeah, so now that we have an idea of what our final flow sheet is going to look like, um, we can make some applications to amend the existing operating permit for the Magistral facility. So we have a team in Mexico working on that right now. Um, it's always you know, ideal to get ahead of the permitting process as much as possible. 
um, but we are expecting since we're just making an amendment to an existing permit wouldn't take nearly as long as getting a, a new permit issued so we have a team working on that right now um, but definitely putting a financing package together to actually fund the development of magistral will be our, our primary focus over the next two to three months um, we're going to try to put together a, a financing package that minimizes dilution as much as possible especially with you know the the depression in, in gold equities that we've seen sort of over the past five and six months um, you know a pretty pretty lengthened tax loss selling season as we were talking about earlier before uh, before we started recording so um, putting something together that might look like some some combination of equity uh, as well as either you know a pre-purchase agreement with the offtake partners for the gold door and copper concentrate uh, or even a small debt deal as well could be on the table for us uh, let's do get your comments here on the tax loss season selling because holy cow cameron this is you know, when you think you can't get bad, it just gets any any worse. It just gets even more worse, like getting stabbed <laughs> with a knife and then twisting the blade type of worse. Uh, but, you know, but this has got to come to an end here pretty soon. Well, I think uh, I think the executives of a lot of uh, junior equity companies right now and junior mining companies are, are certainly looking for, for an end to 2021 <laughs> and, and an end to the tax loss selling season. We've got about two weeks left here. So um, but it has been a bit of a rough time. I think especially for the precious metal juniors since uh, since around June when we had sort of a de slight depression in, uh, in gold prices, which kind of kicked off the depression in, in equity prices and valuations. Uh, and then, you know, transitioning from that into tax loss selling season has sort of uh, continued the, the downward momentum in, in a lot of equities in our space. So I think uh, typically, you know, we generally see a stronger tr upward trend in, in precious metals equities and precious metal prices, uh, typically in the beginning of the year, January through March. Um, so I think uh, I think most executives like myself are certainly looking forward to, to January starting off. <laughs> yeah, I think for a lot of us uh, speculators and investors in this space, we are also looking forward to that uh, <laughs> coming into fruition. All right, Cameron. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, uh, happy holiday season to you and your and your family and the team over there at Tarachi. I look forward to catching up with you here in the new year. Thanks so much, Trevor. Have a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you in the new year. All right, that's your update from Tarachi Gold Trading on the CSE with the symbol TRG and on the OTCQB with TRGGF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.